Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's make some trades next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dave Richard to talk about some trade targets for you to consider heading into week seven of the NFL season. Week seven, it's kind of flying by. I'm excited about that. Always but does. Also, you know, don't want the season to end too quickly. But first, we got a couple of news items. James Conner didn't practice today, uh, Tuesday, putting Eno Benjamin in line to start yet again for the Cardinals against the Saints. He was disappointing in week six. Saints, not a great matchup. Where do you have Eno Benjamin ranked for week seven? He's a flex. I don't love him as much as I did last week. His best run last week was 11 yards, and it was called back by holding. So officially, his longest run was six yards. They didn't use him as much as a pass catcher as I thought they would. Yeah. And that's something that I wish that they would do more of, but they're getting DeAndre Hopkins back. They've got, theoretically, Robbie Anderson ready to go to help replace Marquise Brown. I don't think their game plan is going to be, all right, let's load up the targets to Eno Benjamin. Don't don't see that happening. And as much as I love running backs on the short week, I'm I'm not really thrilled to start Benjamin. I think he's a pretty good bye week replacement in PPR. Yeah, he's he's a an RB two for me. So I don't don't love him as much as I did last week when he was a top twelve guy. But I still think the the role is valuable. Just kind of hope he gets into the end zone. Uh, another guy who sounds like he's going to have a big opportunity in week seven in that Thursday night game is Chris Olave, who has been cleared from the concussion that cost him week six. Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry still aren't practicing. I'm not expecting them to play. Not really sure who's going to be the quarterback for the Saints, but I'm not sure it matters so much. Chris Olave has been good with both Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton. Where do you rank Chris Olave this week? He is a low-end number two fantasy receiver, and when you read Start, Sit, Sleepers, and Bust this week, you will see him as a bust candidate. That doesn't necessarily mean that you should sit him. Otherwise, I'd say sit him. But I'm worried. This is a tough matchup. Arizona hasn't allowed 90 yards to a single receiver yet this year. They only allowed that many yards to six receivers last year. And if you make that number 75 yards, magically changing statistics, they let it up 12 times in their last 23 games. It's like one every other game. And last week, they did a number on DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett yeah. and Geno Smith. I'm nervous about Olave. By the way, I think it's worth pointing out, he's had some good games without Michael Thomas, but he's done it on four catches in each of those games. So not a huge total of receptions Mm -hmm. to help him come through in full PPR. The upside's too good to ignore, but I'm ready to start like Brandon Cooks and Amari Cooper ahead of him this week. That makes sense. I think that's the the right range. Low-end wide receiver, too, for me. Um, we've also got some quarterbacks who are likely going to be out for Week 7 and, and potentially beyond. Kirk Carson Wentz has a fractured finger. We know he's going to miss uh, multiple weeks. Taylor Heineke is going to start for the Commanders. Really quickly, expectations for the, for the Commanders' offense. It hasn't been great. No, it hasn't been great, and it's not like they were great last year with Heineke. For mm-hmm. example, McLaurin averaged 12.2 full PPR points per game. And he's been living right around that range. So if that's the new expectation for McLaurin, I say great, but that makes him a number three fantasy receiver. 
I would expect Curtis Samuel's target volume to dip. I don't think it's gonna he's gonna keep seeing those short catches. And it's not because of Heineke, it's more because of Brian Robinson. This coaching staff, come hell or high water, wants to run the football. When their offensive line gets healthier, Robinson will do better. Otherwise, you're going to need him to score a touchdown this week to come through. I like him as a low-end number two running back. All right, Russell Wilson going to have an MRI on his hamstring. Sounds like it could be a significant injury. Brett Ripien likely to start for the Denver Broncos if Russell Wilson is out. He started one game back in 2020. He had a touchdown and three interceptions against a very bad Jets defense. I don't really have much expectations for him, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. I, I, it, famous last words, but it's hard for that offense to be worse than it has, I guess. Um, all right, so now we're going to transition over to the trade talk. And, and why don't you give me a couple of buy-low candidates and, and maybe one that you really like? You know, my favorite buy low candidate is Aaron Jones. He's easily the Packers' best running back. He's top 15 among all running backs in yards per carry, rush EPA, good, efficient stats like that. He also ranks well in receptions, yard after mm-hmm. catch per reception. They've got to start running it more, and I, I don't think A.J. Dillon's the right guy to get it done. They can use him in some short yardage situations, but give more work to Aaron Jones. And fantasy managers are freaking out about Aaron Jones. I'm trying to trade for him in a bunch of leagues. I'm also trying to trade for Pat Fryermuth. We know that tight end has become a wasteland once you get past the first two, maybe if I'm being generous, four or five best tight ends. Mm-hmm. I think Fryermuth could be maybe that sixth best tight end. Rest of season, good target share with Trubisky. Even if Trubisky isn't there, Pickett isn't the worst option for him. He's either first or second on the Steelers in target share, red zone targets, end zone targets, yards per catch, and tackles avoided. This is a tight end on a team with a lot of other really good, talented players who I think you can get on the cheap. Yeah, and one thing that you do like about Aaron Jones, you know, maybe he gets some squeaky wheel potential. Not that he was complaining, but Aaron, Aaron Rodgers did say that he wants to see Aaron Jones get 20 touches a game. I don't think we're going to get that, but it's nice to see Aaron Rodgers vouching for him. Let's get a, 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 buy, a sell-high candidate from you before we go. He hasn't even played a snap yet, Chris, but DeAndre Hopkins is on an awful offense and people value him as if it's 2020. They're forgetting about what happened to him in 2021 where he needed eight touchdowns to be a pretty good fantasy receiver. Average mm-hmm. 14.3 PPR points per game, but he was 44th in targets per game. Again, this is an offense that just hasn't been very good. The offensive line isn't doing Kyler Murray any favors. Kyler hasn't been himself. So mm-hmm. unless DeAndre Hopkins scores a ton of touchdowns, I think he's going to disappoint. I think you could probably turn him into uh, – you can call me crazy on this one, but David Montgomery, uh, maybe DeAndre Swift. Maybe the could, Aaron Jones. Maybe Aaron Jones. Uh, absolutely. You could trade him with a receiver for one of the top 10 receivers too. That's the move I'm trying to make in a lot of my leagues where I've been stashing and waiting for DeAndre Hopkins to come back. All right. I've been stashing DeAndre Hopkins and waiting in quite a few leagues as well. I'm I'm hoping you're wrong, but I think it makes a uh, a compelling case. He he was not getting the target. I think his 19% target share last season it was very low for him. So that was discouraging. And you know we'll find out on Thursday. I guess he might be on a snap count, but we'll still see him for the first time. And we'll get to uh, some more start sit questions for Week Seven on Thursday's episode of Fantasy Football Today in Five. We'll see you then.